0: Hey, what's up everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right. It's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. In this episode of the podcast, I answer a question about increasing your weight in the gym. How do you increase your weight? We go over some tactics. Or some strategies to um, put yourself in a more confident place to kind of test your limits in the gym, because as we know, testing your limits is going to be very important when you are expecting your body to um, to adapt, to grow, advance, progress, whatever you want to call it. Uh, this question came from my Instagram story. My Instagram handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. You can find me there, where I every Sunday I will be posting a question box on my story, um, asking for questions about health fitness nutrition that you would like to be answered on my story as well as on the show. Second thing, the foundational strength program is now available at Pullman Fitness. So we're well known for our online coaching and walking through individuals hand in hand along their fitness journey, but we have now um you know, due to what you guys uh have asked, released a program that you can do completely on your own. So that's our foundational strength program. That is going to be our our program for building your metabolism, building your strength, kind of building that foundation that you need to see progress change in any or any other aspect of your training. Uh, also, online coaching, online coaching spots are available for twenty nineteen. So if you want to hire a professional to uh, walk with you in your fitness journey, to make sure that you're doing everything that you need to do to reach your health and fitness goals, go ahead and go to the Pullman Fitness website. Uh, That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N Fitness, and you can go to the contact page and fill out a contact form there, or you can go to the coaching page and fill out an application based on whatever tier of coaching that you would like. Uh, That's all I've got for you guys. Hope you enjoy this episode. If you do, Share the love by sharing it with your friends and family on your Instagram story, social media, whatever you'd like to do there. All right, so today's question is about training. The question is, what strategy should I use to increase weight on heavy lifts, especially if I work out alone? Um, that's a great question, and I think a lot of people tend to deal with this issue or problem, I guess for the lack of a better word. Um, because they're just afraid to increase weight. They're afraid of dropping the weight. They're afraid of getting stuck, not being able to lift it back up. And that is obviously 100% understandable. makes total sense to me. Um, but there are some things that you should be doing or need to be doing in order to test your limits and challenge yourself. Uh, because if you kind of stay in that place where you're like, I'm scared to increase weight because of X, Y, or Z, you might not see the results that you could see over time, especially if we, you know, we know that training volume is so important, which is weights times sets times reps. So if you're trying to constantly increase that week over week, but you are, you know, cutting your bench press short or your squat short because you're afraid of being not being able to push that last rep back up, that could impact your your total volume and have a negative consequence, or at least, um, you know, it won't allow you to see the full benefit of what you could be getting out of your workouts. So there are a few things that I recommend for people in this situation. Obviously, the first one is asking for a spot from someone in the gym. That's gonna be the number one thing there. Asking for a spot is huge. Uh, Having a spotter is going to allow you to push yourself with a little more confidence because you know that if you're stuck, whether you're stuck at the bottom or halfway up, that person is going to allow you to bring that weight back up. Um, another thing that, uh, that benefits or that you can benefit from with a spotter is having them kind of let you struggle because you know that they're going to help you get it up eventually. So even if you don't get stuck, you can maybe push a few more reps and get to that point of really, really struggling, especially if it's your last set, knowing however, that although you're pushing yourself to almost failure, they're going to be able to bring it back up for you. Um, so those are two huge things that come out of having a spotter. And guys, I understand that girls, especially, I understand that sometimes the wait for can be intimidating. And, um, there are some guys around that look like they might not want to ever talk to you in your entire life. And they seem really scary. Nine times out of 10, if you ask them to spot you, they will spot you. Um, if you ask a girl to spot you, they will spot you nine times out of 10. You do want to make sure, however, that you ask someone that knows what they're doing. You know, if you ask, You know, old 75 year old Betty Lou over there that is, you know, twisting pink two and a half pound dumbbells in her wrist while she is standing on a Bosu ball, you might not want to, you know, ask her for a spot. You want to make sure you ask someone um, that has some experience. And the thing is, too, guys, like I mentioned, if you ask that person for that spot, I can almost guarantee that they are going to help you out. Um, It's almost a compliment in a sense. It's almost like saying, hey, it looks like you know what you're doing and I'm confident in you helping you helping me out, will you please do so? That person will almost say yes, or always say yes almost all the time. So do not be afraid to ask for a spotter. And girls, I understand that it's difficult to ask a guy for a spot sometimes because it's like, I don't want to seem like I'm flirting with him. I don't want him to think that I'm interested. Um, there are some ways around that. Wear a ring to the gym. I don't freaking care. Whatever you got to do, or you can just ask a girl as well. If you ask a girl to spot you, they should be fine, because the thing is, unless you're absolutely maxing out on a huge squat or absolutely maxing out, you know, one rep max on a bench, it doesn't really need to be someone that is super strong, okay? They need to just finally guide the bar um, away from your body or along its path, depending on whatever exercise you're doing, Um, and that doesn't require a ton of strength. Now. I mean, that's assuming that you are also helping to get it back up. Obviously, if you're under a bench or if you're under a barbell and you're doing a bench press and you fail and you're just letting it rest on your chest and you're expecting that person to pull it up by themselves with their shoulders, uh, that's not going to happen. So this is assuming that you're going to still be helping them as um, they spot you. So once again, it doesn't need to be the strongest person in the gym. Just someone who has some experience, knowledge, and understanding of what's going on. And that's what trainers are there for too. You know, ask a trainer if they, if it seems like they're having a break and they're not with a client, ask them to give you a, a spot. So asking for a spot is a huge one. The next thing is don't be afraid to fall short a couple of reps. I think that, uh, you know, if you go heavier, I think that that's something, a roadblock, a mental roadblock that a lot of people aren't willing to work past because they think, okay, if, um, you know... My workout says eight reps, but I can only get six if by increasing my weight, then I shouldn't do that because I'm missing out on the reps. Not necessarily. Remember, we're trying to increase overall volume. So if you're increasing your weight, but you're lowering your reps a little bit, that volume still might be increased depending on how much you're increasing that weight. Plus, it would be better to expose your body and your central nervous system to that heavier load, that heavier stimulus um, than to just completely ignore it and just continue to get eight reps over and over again. Because if, even if you expose your body to that heavier weight and get six reps, it's going to understand that. And it's going to want to adapt to that stimulus to push it more efficiently next time, if that makes sense. So if you continue challenging yourself and testing your limits that way, that's going to be a great way to get your central nervous system relatively adapted to that stimulus in order to give yourself Uh, more confidence while pushing your limits with that weight, if that makes sense. Um, Another thing that you can do is just go a little lighter on the initial sets. So if you have, you know, four sets, let's say you have, you know, a set of 10, a set of eight, and then another set of eight, another set of six. Uh, If you're cranking it out for sets one, two, and three, and then on your last set of six, you can't really push that weight or increase your your previous weight. Maybe take a little bit lighter on those first two or three sets and then really crank it on that last one. Now, I don't mean lighter as in like, okay, you usually go 100% and now you're gonna go 50%. I mean, you usually go 100% and now you're gonna go you know 80 or 90%. Because um, the thing is, if you go lighter on those, uh, those initial sets and you increase that weight on that very last set, your body will have a chance to get used to it. So now what might happen is that a few weeks from that point, you might be able to bump that weight up to your third set. So now what you were doing for six you're now doing for eight and so on and so forth. Next thing you know, a month or a couple months later, you're doing what you did for six, for 10 reps. And you can kind of shuffle that through your your sets, if that makes sense, and continue pushing the weight on that, on that last set that has the lower amount of reps and then increasing it as time goes. So taking it a little bit lighter on those initial sets can help with that. Because um, obviously, if you go all out on your first one, two, you know, three sets, you're going to be completely gassed, and you won't be able to increase your overall volume. Um, another thing that you can do if you're if you're properly primed, warmed up, and activated is just going heavy on that um, first set. That one's a little riskier because you haven't had a couple of sets to figure out where your strength is at that day. But if you're feeling confident, you can just take the reps down a little bit. Um, and go all out on that first set just to get your body used to that that response and that, um, that load from that weight. Uh, let's see what else. The last thing is just knowing how to properly, um, bail from that exercise. So knowing how to safely bail from an exercise is going to give you a sense of confidence that you probably haven't had before during an exercise. So a couple of examples for that is, um, you know, one would be a squat. Uh, second one would be a deadlift, but during that, going back to the squat, you have those safety bars in a squat rack that are, um, to your side. So you have one that's outside of your left leg, one that's outside of your right leg. If you know how to, um, let your body drop into a lower squat and just kind of sit down and let those safety bars catch the bar, you'll probably be able to have more confidence increasing that weight because, you know, You know, if you're thinking to yourself, you say, okay, I know how to get that bar on those racks if I just drop down. So if I'm at the bottom of one of my heaviest squats and I can't get back up, I'm just going to sit down to the floor and the bars bars are going to catch the barbell. So if you know that in the back of your head, it's going to be a lot easier to push yourself in that way. Um, Another example would be deadlift, how to properly bail there. If you're stuck and you can't get the deadlift all the way up, just relax your body and drop the bar. Um, just knowing how to properly bail from certain exercises is going to help you out a ton. There are some exercises that that might not be where that might not be so easy. Like a barbell bench press, for example, you know, if you're stuck halfway there and you bail, I mean, option A is you bring it down to your chest and you let it rest or you toss it behind you, but that's not a good option because that is not safe whatsoever. So that's an exercise where you might absolutely need a spotter. Um, but if there are exercises where you can figure out how to bail, learn how to bail on those exercises and you could easily practice those, you know, you can put, you know, let's say, let's say you're trying to max out on a, on a squat for 225 pounds. You can put, you know, 135 pounds, 145 pound, uh, 145 plate on each side of the bar for 135 pounds and just practice sitting down into the bottom of the squat and then bailing from there um, with the safety bars, catching your barbell, that would be a great way to practice that. So you understand what happens if you were to, uh, fail, because then, you know, Hey, it's not the end of the world. I'm safe here. So those are some things, um, that I would do, uh, if I were you to make sure you are really working on increasing that weight, because pushing your limits, uh, is the only way that you guys are going to be able to adapt, grow and progress, um, from the place that you're at now. If you're constantly just going, you know, baseline and not challenging yourself, you can't expect any sort of results to come from that. So you have to push yourself. Every time you're in the gym, you have to test your limits. And if you're not, you're not going to change and you're not going to grow. So understanding those things, um, is going to be huge when it comes to increasing those weights every single time. That's all I have on this episode slash question guys. Um, as we close, remember that you can find me on Instagram, Adam underscore Pullman fit, uh, where these, questions will be asked or well, where the uh, question box will be up on my Instagram story. So go ahead and give me a follow there. You can type your question there on Sundays on my Instagram story. Uh, another thing, foundational strength program is now available on the Pullman Fitness website. We also have online coaching. So if you want to hire someone to help you get to your goals because you have no freaking idea what is going on, go ahead and fill out an application on the Pullman Fitness website um, on there as well. Other than that, guys, thanks so much for being here. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, share the love. Like I'll say in the closing, share the love um, by just sharing this episode with your friends, family, posting it on your Instagram story, whatever you want to do. Just spread the love because I'm sure there's someone in your life that might need to hear this episode. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in, if you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already,